Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I am so blessed. I'm also Dr. Pat. And what a great show. And now we've got another one. Bada bing, bada bam. How do you define happiness? And is, is that how you generally feel? My co-host, Dr. Dan Cohen, joining me here today. And I'm going to let him ask me all of these questions. But let me ask all of you, what do you do to feel good? And is that happiness? So most people learn their own little tricks to temporarily feel good. Yeah, not so many tricks, though. But you, you, you guys know who I'm talking about. Raise your hand out there. Or at least not feel bad. We know what that's like. Some people do it with food, shopping, or drugs, uh, not to mention alcohol. What do you do, and how does it produce lasting happiness? Ask yourself, do you wake up in the morning and go to sleep at night happy? Do you have a genuine smile on your face Oh, most of the time, or do you kind of pretend world about that? So what is true happiness and how can you live it? How can you live that way every day? I am so thrilled to have Dr. Dan Cohen here on the show today. I got to tell you, I was talking about him the other day, so his ears must have been ringing. Um, you know, I think about him as an inventor. I also think to think about him as somebody that is tapped in to the art and most importantly, the science of helping people, people that have not been able to help themselves, especially in the area of being calm, of meditating, of getting a a level of awareness and consciousness that you've not had before. Maybe you've tried everything on the planet, but guess what? What he has created, especially when I think about, you know, this inventor patented uh, tools to awakening technology, what this technology is. You know, you've heard me talk about it as the chair. You've heard me talk about it as soul tech technology. And, you know, for me sitting here today, I got to tell you this, that I don't know we're going to talk about it today, but when I am not feeling it or I'm not feeling well, I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling worried, I turn my chair on and I get in it. And I don't understand what Dr. Dan has created from a complete science point of view, but I will tell you that what he has created has done some things that I didn't think was possible. Now, when having said that, what happens when we can be at the place of happy? Can we be more creative? Can we be more abundant? Can we create things we haven't created before? Well, that's why he's here today. Dr. Dan, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Pat. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, look, 
Is there a part of you that is always happy? That's the question. Let's talk about that. Is there a part of us that is always happy? Even when horrific things may be happening in life. This is really a cool topic. I'm fired up on this. Well, excuse me. I think there is a part of us that, not I think, I know (laughs) there's a part of us that that is always happy. And, And that part of us is who or what we really are. And that's key. Because most of the time when we're not happy or we're kind of neutral or we're tuned out or escaping, that's when we're not being that aspect of us that is truly who we are. But when we are being that aspect, we are always happy. And that's really the key. It's how do you get to be who you really are all of the time so that you're always happy. For me, right, people have heard me, Dr. Dan, and you and I have talked. You know, they've heard me share on radio, not not the whole story, because I don't like to talk about me very much, and I don't like to talk about my life. But I've shared some things that have happened to me in my life, and uh, they're not so pretty. But i got to tell you, I, I feel like I'm a pretty happy person. Um, the times that I'm not happy is when I'm worried, and I'm usually worried about people that are close to me. You know why, Dr. Dan? Why? I've lost so many of them. Lost so many of them. You know, somebody said to me once, you know, I'm afraid to be your friend. Man, dude, everybody close to you seems to, like, die very unexpectedly and really quickly. Yeah, and I'm I never thought up. about Sorry. that. <laughs> But what part of us is happy? And, you know, what is it that gets hidden in this, the big hidden thing? Well, the part of us that's happy is our spiritual self. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I think for a lot of people, they can recognize that. But in the majority, I think most people cannot. Because, you know, our ego is such an illusion and we're so addicted to it and we we basically for for the most part most people live through their ego and the ego is only happy when it's essentially doing something that gives it temporary pleasure and you know and you mentioned those things whether it's drug alcohol shopping you know, or for, for people that think and do and are, and are only satisfied in that state, uh, that keeps them satisfied. But as soon as they fall out of those things, because all of those things are temporary, they're, they're sort of in that lost state where they're looking again for, okay, what can I do now to make me happy? Because they haven't really connected with that aspect of them that is always happy. So they can't they can't simply be in that state. And it's being in that state that allows us to always be happy because in that state we are authentically who we are. I love this. I love it. I can't, You know what? This is really funny, Dr. Dan. I love this conversation for a lot of reasons. This is about the fifth time this week that I'm talking about authenticity. As a matter of fact, talked about it yesterday on air as well. 
And I want to stop for a minute. And I, 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 I know there's a lot of other things we're going to talk about today, but I really do want to stop at that word authenticity. Because one of the things that I've discovered about what I keep calling the chair, which is, you know, the tools to awaken technology or the soul tech lounge, is that there is a level of authenticity, at least in the past year now, that has come to the forefront for me that it's kind of daunting, I must say. Can you talk about authentic, authenticity for a minute? Yeah. Uh, you know, let's let's break it down into something that I think people can relate to more yeah. easily. And that is um, head versus heart. Okay. I, I grew up and lived most of my life as a thinking person. So I was always a thinker and I was in my head. And as long as I was thinking and doing, you know, as a result of the thinking, you know, then I was satisfied. And although I should say I was satisfied if I was successful at doing what I wanted to accomplish. And, you know, if I wasn't accomplishing, then I wasn't happy. because I wasn't being successful. It took me a long time to shift from head to heart. And only when I've been able to live from my heart can I exist more authentically. Because now I'm out of my ego, because the the ego really is head-centric, and it's not heart-centric. But when you can live from the heart, you're much more closely connected to that word you talked about, which was authenticity. It's your authentic self because you're in a feeling state at that point, not a thinking state or a doing state. And in that feeling state, you connect in to who and what you truly are. In other words, your authentic self, which is the same as your spiritual self. There's no question for me, Dr. Dan, about what you're talking about, especially about my spiritual self. And I think that what we're talking about here today is so pivotal right now in the world. You know, it's that place that if we are not aware of that spiritual self, that 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 spiritual self that really does feed joy and i've spent half of my life at that place pretty much you know mm-hmm. and i i have and that's why you and i are talking about this i don't think you and i are talking about this because we're just slap happy to the bank as benny likes to say but you know it, it, yeah that's an old sound that's an old uh, uh, uh sound bite but right. it's because we know what this is like to be on the other side of this. And I don't know about you, Dr. Dan, but once I got the happy juice, right, and got to experience it, it mm-hmm. was like, oh, my gosh, I got to have more. But I don't know how. I, I don't know how. I mean, aren't you here to help us, to help the people with the how of this as well, right? Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, it, it, it's one thing to say shift from your head to your heart or stay present in the, in, the, in the now, or, you know, you really should trust, and then everything is okay, and you don't, have to, you don't have to worry about the future. And, you know, all those nice platitudes that we can create around those sentiments or those attitudes, 
they're all well and good as reminders, but the question that you pose is, is really the key. How do you get into that state? And that's, that's exactly uh, the mission that we took on um, almost 20 years ago now when we started to uh, work on this project, you know, the, the Soltech Lounge project. It was really how do we help people move into that state of being versus thinking um, so that we could literally help them recognize it, help them get there, help them perpetuate that state so that they could exist in that way and be not only, you know, happy, but, but healthier as a result. Because, you know, let's face it, we, we already know medically that 66% of doctor's office visits are due to stress and stress-related illnesses. So if you can live in a state of authenticity, trust, and happiness, um, guess what? <laughs> yeah, stress is gone. So those problems go away. So the key was really what can we do to develop some technology that could really not just assist people to get there, but literally induce the state. And, and, and it is, you know, as you and I know, it is an authentic state because of the spiritual changes that it induces not just the brain changes. So there really, there really are two different mechanisms at work, which is, which is really why it took us 15 years to perfect the technology. <laughs> you know, it, was, it was a long time because, you know, there was no specification that we could turn to to simply say, oh, okay, you know, you know do steps A, B, C, and D, yeah. and you're going to get yeah. there. Lots of experimental yeah. work in order to get there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, and, you know, when I think about experimental work and I think about, you know, what does this take? There's something that guided you, Dr. Dan. You know, there's mm -hmm. something that guided you to step back and say, wait a minute. Uh, this is who I am, right? I'm a neurologist, but I'm also an inventor. I'm an author. I focus on technology and writing. And the writing has to do with personal and spiritual development, right? And yep. then here now I am. I'm a researcher. I'm a researcher. And out of the researcher, I've created something. And that something I created was the something that could, in fact, help us, right, Dr. Dan, to strengthen that spiritual, that spiritual connection. And, and yeah. I think that's important to talk about a little bit here. Right. But, but you, know, you know, don't make it sound so altruistic. I mean, in, in truth. You know, I did want to help other people, but I was also doing this for me. Totally. You know, yeah, I, I I needed this for me, and and that's what got me into it, and and that's why I explored it. And only when we got to the final result were we able to productize it. So the first fifteen years of of that effort was strictly for it wasn't it wasn't about creating. Uh, something for other people that other people could purchase and use. It was really about, you know, what do we need to do in order to help get us there? We had a small team of people that were very interested in personal and spiritual development. And, you know, we, we, we knew this was possible, but we just uh -huh. didn't know how to do it. And so we, we literally experimented for all those years, and we had some special people working with us that, were very gifted in terms of their ability to perceive the human energy system, you know, our spiritual yeah. self, so that we could see those changes develop 
as we made changes to the technology, that was that was a really uh, vital part of the whole process. A vital part, but a part that uh, where you never gave up. And, you know, I, I think it's really good that we're talking about this in this way, about happiness, right? Because, you know, I think a lot of times some of the discoveries we've made in the world, some of the really absolutely profoundly game-changing discoveries have come from people that have had a sense of pain, that have had some things happening in their lives, that have lost their parents to a disease. I mean, and, you know, their connection to their commitment to making things different came from that place, right? So at some level, you know, spirit works through us in the strangest and most interesting and significant ways, even if it is us getting on a journey to take care of something in our lives, right? Oh, absolutely. And and for me, it was it was less about um, pain and suffering and ameliorating that uh, yeah. because um, you know, in truth, I was not suffering um, in those ways. But then again, my attitudes were such that even though I lost a brother at a young age and I and I lost mm-hmm. my parents, those, those kinds of things. Um, you know, quite frankly, were not overwhelming to me. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was fairly self-sufficient, and I had a, a good support structure. You know, in terms of wife, family, and, and those kinds of things. So, so I was I was okay from that standpoint. But but for me, I would characterize it more as an explorer. I knew there was so much more that we could experience that was beneficial, and life to me seemed so boring and mundane and just so blah and it was like wait a minute it, it, you know if there isn't more to this life than that i just as soon leave <laughs> because i you know i truly believe that we're immortal and that there is another you know that you just continue on so i wasn't afraid about death and so i was really saying you know if i'm going to stay here i want to make this experience a whole lot more enjoyable otherwise i just as soon opt out I mean, that's where, I, that's where I was with the whole process. Yeah. I, and, you know, this is really part of the conversation where everyone tuning in is thinking about, well, what has this got to do with happiness? Um, I would love to hear from you guys out there. 1-800-930-2819. Are, are you really in this place where you're saying to yourself, you know what? I think that's great, Pat. You're talking about happiness. Dan's talking about being happy. Uh, but what is it about the feeling bad thing that we're talking about here that gets us to feel good? What is that transition? If you have a question for Dr. Dan, give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819. And by the way, you can go to the website tools2awaken.com and you will get to see lots of really cool videos. You'll also get to see what it is that I refer to when I say the chair. Uh, it is amazing. It is advancing that level of transformation through science. And now, <laughs> Dr. Dan, who's been way ahead of the curve, and I'm talking about my friend and colleague, Dr. Dan Cohen, way ahead of the curve, now brings to the forefront what this could be like. What are the applications? What can it do? Today, we're talking about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. And that is this idea of happiness. You know, this is really the chat, right, Dr. Dan? It's like, our, and your question is, are we willing to feel bad in order to feel good? How many people would say yes to that, you think? 
<laughs> well, you know what? It's, it's why so many people are neutral most of the time or, or just, you know, sit in front of a television set to numb out because they aren't willing to feel bad in order to feel good. You have to open up your feeling nature. So how do you do that? Well, first off is you have to commit to yourself that you want to feel more, period. You can't, you, you can't set a filter you know, in your brain that says, I'm only going to feel the good stuff. Okay, it doesn't work that way. You either decide to feel more or feel less. It's, it's quite that simple. It's very binary. It's black and white that way. Feel more, feel less. So if you decide you're going to feel more, then you have to accept that you're going to feel the bad stuff too. But, but the key, the real key is that bad stuff is really old memories and, and emotional blocks that are sitting in your system. And when you can really integrate more of your spiritual self into your body and your, your brain mind, that stuff starts to leave. So then your transformation starts to begin, and as you feel more and more and more, it turns into more and more good stuff because the bad stuff starts to vacate. And that's, and you had mentioned earlier in this conversation, yeah. um, uh, you alluded to all the bad stuff that's happening in the world now. And, it, you know, yeah. as soon as you turn on the news, you're hearing about, you know, yeah. people getting killed and, and, and lots of people getting killed. And, and I look at that, and I've had a number of people come to me over the past uh, couple months saying, you know, the world is just going downhill in a big way. And I really fear that, you know, things are really headed in the wrong direction. And I look, I look at it just the opposite. I say, no. I said, I, this is exactly what needs to happen at this time, not to change people's attitudes. But if you, if you stop and, and think, you know, you've, you've been experiencing the chair for um, a fair bit of time now. Yeah. Okay. All right. One of the things that happens is when all of that spiritual energy comes in that we stimulate, and so and it starts to integrate with your body, and you can you can start to feel that, right, Pat? Yeah. Well, at the same time that that's happening, didn't you also, early in the process, start to experience? Oh, there's some negative stuff that that, oh, yeah. that starts coming up. Yeah, I still right? do, Doctor Dan. Right. And as that comes up, it's released. Haven't you yeah. found that that stuff starts to vacate? Absolutely. And, well, and, I, and, and, and in ways that it's hard to explain to folks. I mean, right. let, let me give a simple example. You know, you know, you're sitting and you're working on a project and things are taking too long for the project, let's say. And you've got this fear that is so ingrained, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't really know it. You don't see it. But you know you're not, you're not on your game. And so all of a sudden now, oh, there it is, and you cry, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I think you said it. Isn't it time to be released? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that. Yeah. And and you know we see that all the time with people that are using this technology. We see tremendous releases occur, and when they get that stuff out of their system, both both you know, stored memories in the brain as well as in their energetic system, um, 
that no longer impacts them anymore. I mean, all of that stuff tends to be ego-based anyway. Mm-hmm. And so by releasing that, you know, it, it, it's, really, it's really quite this simple. Uh, our technology, in addition to, you know, helping people get out of their heads, you know, so that it closes off, you know, the, the, the thinking brain, so the vigilance apparatus goes away and, and you know, the ego-based stuff stops and you move down to the heart. But, but more interestingly, it really does stimulate, you know, the magnetic fields that we have in there really do stimulate from what our, you know, our gifted observers report. They really do see a dramatic change in the human energy system or our spiritual system. And <clears throat> that's, that's the good stuff. You can't have the good stuff and the bad stuff that you've stored in your body coexist. Uh-huh. Okay? When the good stuff comes in, the bad stuff starts to leave. Now, right. in the process, it gets stirred up so that you, you don't necessarily re-experience it as much as re-witness it, so to speak. So it's not, it's not necessarily a painful process, but it's, you can, you certainly can um, witness slash sense enough of it to recognize what's happening, but then it vacates. And as more and more of that stuff happens, and as more and more of the spiritual energy integrates and expands within the physical and the energetic system, more of that negativity literally moves out. And then there are much more dramatic transformations that occur um, as a result of that. And that's when people start existing in a happy state all the time, rather than, you know, only when they're, you know, doing something that they're fixated on, you know, or something that they're addicted to. Yeah. And you know what? I want to take a short break. When we come back, Dr. Dan, Dr. Dan Cohen joining me here today. Um, and I love this show. How do you how do you define happiness? And is that how you generally feel? Uh, and one of the things that is so important about, you know, something you said earlier is that, wait a minute, now I'm starting to feel the happy juice. But wait a minute, I'm not sure. Do I want to feel that? Is it going to be taken away from me? And how about the world around us? What do we believe in? You know, we've sat and we've talked about on other shows the idea that we've been through 10 years where people are not sure what to trust, what to believe in, or what to have faith in. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Dr. Dan about that. You know, can you actually be happy and be in a state of mistrust? Let's take a short break. Please go if you want to find out lots of information. And by the way, Dr. Dan's got some fabulous, fabulous books. As a matter of fact, I'm rereading one of them myself right now. Uh, Go to uh, toolstoawaken.com or you can go to addictedtomyego.com. When we come back, trust and happiness. What's the interaction between them? How do these two uh, work together or not? We'll be right back, everyone. Mm 
Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Do you want to achieve your goals? Do you want to strengthen relationships with others? Do you want to improve your financial status? Colette Marie Steffen is partnering with Mark Kettenbach to bring you an energetic upgrade online experience. Unfold and develop your full potential. Visit energeticupgrade.com today for more information. That's energeticupgrade.com. Get ready to rid yourself of all that is weighing you down and holding you back from living the life you want for yourself. Coming Clean, The Art of Transparency with Katherine Moss is a hit show for women in recovery who are ready to live life on purpose. Tune in and let Katherine help you live your truth one day at a time. Live each Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine. When we become aware of a choice, it is not accidental. It is our opportunity to transform. It's about becoming our higher vibrational selves. We tend to get alarmed and hide our heads in the sand when something new shows up in our awareness. That's all right. But today, let's become aware of our desire, recognize the block, and make a choice to step through it. Often we want the circumstance to change before we change. See, it's the other way around. If you find resistance, maybe it's time for some support. If you're ready to shift into your best life, visit lesliefontaine.com and let's talk about unfolding all that you want to be, do, and have. You'll find sessions, classes, and audio products to help remove the blocks and move you into your potential. And listen to my show, Sheer Alchemy, on Transformation Talk Radio, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. great to have Dr. Dan Cohen joining me here today and like I said you know if you want to take a look at what I call the chair go to tools to awaken.com there are videos about it uh, lots of information about it uh, Dr. Dan is also available to chat with you uh, what, what's the best phone number Dan for people to reach you at you know the, the best number would be uh, 952-210-4500 Great, 952-210-4500 for Dr. Dan. And as I said before, phone lines are open, 1-800-930-2819 if you want to give us a shout. 
Um, I am fascinated with this question, trust and happiness. What does trust have to do with happiness? And I don't think we talk much about trust and happiness together, but this obviously has gotten your attention and probably for very good reason. Tell us about it. You know, trust works on several levels. Uh, There's, um, if you you look at sort of the lowest level of trust, it's, okay, this is something consistent with my beliefs. You know, and so therefore I think this will happen, but again, I use the word think, so this is all brain-based, and belief is all brain-based, so I think it's all, I think this will happen, so, and this will happen the way I would like it to, and therefore I'm okay with it. Mm. And then if you ratchet up, you know, that, that belief thing, the next level would be, for most people, would be faith. I have I have a I have a deeper faith, and now they're starting to sort of move inside themselves. Um, and this, you know, some would call this religious or spiritual, but they're getting to the point where they're it's more it's starting to anchor into or at least touch some of their feelings. You know, so I've got faith that that this is going to work. Yeah, and then yeah. at a deeper level, it's. You know, I, you know, I have a, I have a trust that's at a knowing level. Now, this is really deeply felt to the point where I know it. And if you think about this spectrum of, of trust, whether it come from belief or faith or knowing, you know, at the, at the superficial level, it's still more egoic, but at the deeper level, it's, really more authentic and spiritual in nature. Mm. And, and so the way happiness sort of contrasts with this is if you're only at the belief level, it's easy to have your beliefs shaken. And if your happiness is based on beliefs, which is really more ego-based, then it's going to be fleeting, and, and you're going to basically move out of that and move into worry because, you know, a lot of your beliefs, for instance, or your state of happiness might be about not just your present condition, but where you think you're headed. So it's about the future. And and so you're going to be shaken and you're not going to be happy. But as you move into deeper levels of faith and and knowing in terms of deeper and deeper trust, then you start to encounter a different attitude which is more akin to you know however things work out it's probably for the best and I'm okay with it and so this whole idea of trust is when you get to deeper levels is very spiritual in nature and so everything that one can do to move to that authentic level of being helps them get to that level of knowing trust. Hmm. I, I want to ask you about this idea of knowing trust because part of the issues I think with trust are, you know, this place of being in the unknown, right? It's mm-hmm. the space that we step into that starts to feel a bit uncomfortable. And I'll tell you a little bit about that, you know, uh, that we should talk about for a minute is this idea that we're stepping into this space 
And what we realize is we're in the space of the unknown as if we have control of our life otherwise. As if, you know, we're out in the world and we think we know, right? And we think we're plugged yeah. in and we have control. Where is control in all of this? Because I don't know about you, but that can be a place to go that's not really quite good. It doesn't turn out very well. Uh, I think control is an illusion. <laughs> uh, 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 to me, control, you know, control happens at a couple levels, all right? I, I think there's a level of control that happens, or, or I should say free will, you know, before we get here. I mean, I, I think we choose this life, Okay. I mean, I really believe that. Uh, there's a, uh, an author by the name of uh, Michael Newton. Uh, I think it's um, N-E-W-T-O-N. Uh, he's a Ph.D. psychologist. Uh, he wrote, um, wrote a couple of books, um, Journey of Souls and Destiny of Souls. And mm-hmm. I, would, I would highly recommend them because they point to what happens in between lives. And, um, and I, I definitely believe uh, the the research that he's done in terms of um, all the patient consultations um, in hypnotic regression therapy and uh, what he came up with he he, he paints a pretty um, interesting and detailed picture of what happens in terms of life between lives and and I think you know you do have free will in that state because you're shown several different lives and you choose which one you want to live in terms of what you want to experience so that you as a spiritual being can experience these things and grow. And um, so I think there's, there's that level of control that one has. And obviously, you know, we make decisions every day, and so there's a level of free will, but you certainly can't control all the stuff that happens around you which is often far greater in magnitude and importance than uh, deciding, you know, whether or not you're going to have, you know, chocolate chip ice cream or not. So um, when, when I look at control in terms of your life path and, and what happens to you and around you and, and provides you the choices that you do have, um, you don't have control. And the fact that people struggle to have control and to move their life in a certain direction, um, I think is uh, really a waste of time and that we're so much better off if we can live in a state where we're much more receptive, which means that we're being and feeling and perceiving what's happening around us, and then you make your decisions based upon your deeper mm. sense of feeling and knowing what's right for you. And that doesn't happen unless you're, you're existing in a much more authentic state and you're trusting. Well, you know, this, this is really, when, when I think about what we're talking about here today, I'm thinking about the, you know, what you're sharing with people and how important it is. The other thing I'm thinking about is when we step into this and we get it, life changes, things happen. Things happen in ways that, you know, we can't describe or we can't believe. But even even if things happen that are like not on your top list of what you wanted in your life, we're able to walk through those 
easier, more joyful, and experience and express emotions, right? But not mm-hmm. belabor the suffering of those. And, you know, the, I think that what we're talking about here is offering a choice, perhaps, to people today, Dr. Dan, that maybe they didn't think was possible. I, I, I know I didn't think it was possible, but, you know, this is something you've discovered from your own portal uh, uh, of life to, to really come to the table and say, you know, yeah, you know, I, I kind of came on this path and went on this path clearly to discover something for myself. But this is really universal, isn't it, what we're talking about today? Oh, yeah. Well, it, it truly is because the, the net effect when you get, you know, farther down the line, in terms of really being able mm-hmm. to experience this is is far greater connectedness. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why you end up developing so much greater trust as as you progress spiritually because um, you start to experience for yourself that you are connected to everything. And, and it's all just one big thing. And then you realize, okay, it, everything's going to work out you know, the way it needs to work out. I really don't have control over it. I'm here for the ride. I might as well enjoy it, open my eyes, open my heart, feel everything, experience everything, and make the best decisions I can. Mm. You know, life gets a lot easier when you could adopt those attitudes, but most people uh, try to adopt these things, you know, in their brain. And and it doesn't work if you just do that. That's temporary, and you'll forget yeah. about it in a week. And yeah. it's really learning to open your heart and really experience these things in terms of your own authentic spiritual self. And then the change happens um, much more normally um, because it's it's what you are as opposed to you know what you think you are. Well, you know, here's a question. We're going to take a short break, but here's a question to contemplate a little bit. You know, we've heard a lot about being addicted to love, a lot about it. But do you actually believe you're worthy of love? Are you worthy of love? And then how does that play on your happiness? We're going to take a short break, everybody. Dr. Dan Cohen's in the house. We'll be right back. Es mi vida la vivo plena Mi mochila, mi compañera Y así me lleva a vivir esta aventura Ya no hay dudas en mi lema El año 2012 en el futuro Y hasta aquí si quieres salvar tu pellejo The Doctor is in. Tune in to the hit show, The Psychic Love Doctor, with host Deborah Lee. Deborah's life affirming, highly perceptive reading method has taught Deborah how to zero in on specific problems with relationships, career pursuits, and current roadblocks to success and happiness. Join Deborah Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and for a special broadcast the second Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. My play, The United States of China, is about the trial of Miriam Hopkins, who is a metaphor for all that America stands for. It's the year 2018. America has become the United States of China. We've owed China trillions of dollars. We cannot pay. Consequently, we default. How long do you think it will take this financial empire to crash 
and crumbled. Just like that. This is more than a play experience. It's a movement, a movement to create awareness and empower people to be in action. We are strong together. We will always prevail. Get your tickets today at americathestrong.com. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub for Empowerment Radio and learn breakthrough solutions to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in the first and third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific to Empowerment Radio with host Dr. Friedemann Schaub on Transformation Talk Radio. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com to learn more. Hey, everyone. This is Dr. Pat. I am so thrilled. I've had the honor of working with Leslie Fontaine for the past year or so. And what she has created in her hit program, Sheer Alchemy, transcends what most of us get to listen to or hear in any point in time in our lives. But beyond that, Leslie is working with people all over the world, and she has created something phenomenal based on the feedback and input from the Archangels, from the Ascended Masters, from the light beings, and most importantly, from each and every one of you. So if you want to change your life, if you're ready to step into your own version of Sheer Alchemy, please give Leslie a call at 678-665-3366. And why? Because this is what you're going to be prepared to do. Be amazed and on your part, connect with the Ascended Masters that are there to help you custom make the life that you are meant to live. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Dr. Dan Cohen's in the house. Go out. Go ahead and check it out yourself. Uh, Very easy to do. Want to make sure you're able to get there quite quickly. So go ahead and go to, if you don't mind, tools with an S on it, to awaken.com. Uh, Dr. Dan Cohen, my very special co-host today, uh, I want to talk with you about this idea of love and, you know, love and what we talked about earlier, the technology. Because, you know, look, anytime we talk about love and technology, it's usually about Match.com. But that is not what we're talking about today. So I would, I, I would, you know, like you to discuss the relationship between love and the technology that you've created, because I know what it's meant for me, but I want to hear the science behind it, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm happy to talk about yeah. that. And, and, and I got to say that for me, this was a 180-degree um, uh, reversal personally for me. Um, I, I, you know, I frankly uh, didn't know what love was. Um, understood the textbook definitions that it's the feeling and so on and so forth um, but um, I don't know that I ever really experienced what love was until um, you know we got uh, much further into this project um, because I was so much in my head uh, unfortunately like um, like most people are and what we what we ended up doing is we used synchronized sound, vibration, and magnetic field to essentially shut off the brain. Because uh, love is not a brain function. Okay? 
Um, and that's probably a surprise yeah. to most people. But it's not. Uh, you're not going to find love in your brain. And we use these stimuli to basically turn off the vigilance mechanism that, that keeps our that basically supports our survival instinct. So you can shut down the brain. The brain gets inhibited, and it goes away. And people start existing in this drifty state between wake and sleep. But at the same time, um, if you know, for your listeners that understand the human energy system, the hara line or sushumna or the center line goes right through the magnetic field, and so we and, that, and the rest of the energy system basically emanates from that center line. And so we stimulate that in a, in a synchronous manner with the sound and vibration. And what we have discovered in this process is that dramatically changes the level of integration of the human energy system or the spiritual self with the central nervous system and the physical body. Um, tremendous transformative ability uh, with, that, with those synchronized stimuli of sound vibration and magnetic field. And our observers see not only a normalization of the chakras and the auras uh, and, the, and, and the removal of a lot of energetic blocks, but over time there's a, a, an expansion of that center line or the hara line, and the, the, the chakras and aura all turn white. I mean, this is a more advanced state with, with regular use. And that's when dramatic changes really start to happen in terms of health and happiness, you know, and well-being. So it's, it's a much, much more dramatic, much more sustained state of happiness, because now you're always like that. You're always in a spiritually integrated state, and that's the part of you that is always happy. And so if you can start living from that place, which you can, then that's what you start to experience. And yeah. the world is very much different, and 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 it is that that place is all love based. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the world is very much different. And when I when I talk about that, the world being very much different, I was reading an article that said not only is it very much different, and everybody seems to be connected technologically, uh, we have uh, divorces on the rise again. Uh, loneliness, as we like to call it, loneliness leading to depression, higher than it's ever been. Uh, our bodies are sucking it all up, so we have the rise of autoimmune disease and stress. Uh, and now let's couple that with the remedy that we think that's for it, which is alcohol prescription drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Um uh, Out of all the things that you can put in your body, right? You know, there are now statistics that show the percentages of folks that are, are have a substance disorder. And let's just talk about it. 65% uh, of, of Americans, right, uh, are, are looking at alcohol and saying, oh, my God, I believe I think I have some kind of weird thing going on with it. And that is like a shocking number to me. But that yeah, is not is. the only thing we're talking about. We're, we're looking for a way out, Right. What you're mm-hmm. offering is a is a doorway to happiness. That's what I like talking about. We don't yeah, have to it, take that escape. Well, right, and it, and it's and it's a healthy happiness. It's not dependent upon something that's going to do you harm. In fact, it's the other way because when you are happy, um, you know your your blood chemistry is happy too, 
<laughs> and it, it's got all the right stuff floating around in it. So, so things are dramatically uh, in greater balance and harmony in those states, which are very healthful. So, but it's because, you know, it, it all gets back to authentically being what we are and having what we are distributed throughout our physical body and our energetic fields. I mean, that's really what we are, and it's living from that vantage point as opposed to living from the ego. Mm. Mm. You know, let's talk about the ego. We got two or three minutes left, but I want to talk about the ego. Um, I, I, I had to make friends with my ego, Dr. Dan, mm -hmm. decades ago. Um, the actual word ego has gotten such bad press. Bad, 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 bad. Um, but somewhere along the way, we've discovered that the ego is something that is part of us in some strange way. It is. But we're not quite sure what it has to do with happiness. Can you chat about that for a sec? Yeah. Um, the ego is, I think, can best be viewed as uh, various levels of filtering that's, that's in the brain, okay? And it, it really stems from your beliefs, and from your beliefs uh, occur your emotions, you know, based on what happens with the, you know, you interacting with the outside world, and then the actions you take. So everything really is all about your beliefs, and your ego is really your accumulated beliefs. It's your whole belief system. That's that those are the egoic filters that you put in place. What I'm talking about with our technology is a dismantling of those things. Hmm. So you let that go. And with that, you let go of the past, you let go about the worries about the future, you're living in the present, and in the presence of what you truly are. And that hmm. connectedness to all that is, it is a very happy state you know I, I love talking with you and and I love talking about how quickly trans uh, transformation can occur that's really the technology you've developed you know it, it's hard to explain the process of it to so many people and I know we're going to do that uh, in a future show what I'm really struck by though Dr. Dan is I'm struck by the speediness by which uh, the technology you created actually works and it doesn't just work for somebody like me it's worked for countless people next show we're actually going to bring somebody on to talk about how it's working uh, and how the technology works in the area of addiction Dr. Dan thank you so much very much for today last message what's your personal message what would you like to leave us with today you know I'd like to say just take heart that everything's going to work out as long as you sort of live from that vantage point. You know, open up your feeling nature, allow yourself to feel. Don't worry if you, if you feel, you know, some things that you don't like. Let it happen. Trust that it'll be okay. And just despite any negativity that you feel, you know, be courageous and open yourself up to feeling more knowing that there's a lot of good stuff there. I love it. Dr. Dan Cohen, I'm Dr. Pat. And remember, yeah, happiness is for you. We'll see you next time.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.